0: everyone, and welcome. You are listening to the Anything and Everything with Doris podcast, and I am your host, Doris. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you're having a blessed day. This episode is brought to you by McNeese Construction. There is no job too big or too small. Just give them a call. If you would like to support us, you can do so at www.paypal.me/yappystudio and finally yappy studio has opened a store for you to purchase some really cool items for you your family and even your pets check it out at www.7.surf that's s e the number 7 e n .surf Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you are feeling blessed today. If you practice Catholicism, then you are in Lent season, which is practiced here in Louisiana by many. Louisiana has a large Catholic following, and I have been raised here by parents who are transplants from Omaha, Nebraska, on my mother's side, and Virginia and Florida on my father's side. Needless to say, my parents enjoyed Mardi Gras, and we went to many, many parades during the season every year and never missed a fat Tuesday. Once I was out on my own, I quit going. I didn't bring my children unless my daughter was marching in a parade with her dance troupe. I am not in the crowds or anywhere that has a lot of drinking and craziness surrounding it. I also didn't feel my children should be around it either. Yes, today I question even allowing my daughter to march in the parades at all. I have received emails asking about Mardi Gras and some even ask if it is a spiritual event and where is it in the Bible. Is it something that Christians should participate in? Are you a bad Christian if you do take part in it? So those can be tough questions to answer simply because people don't want to hear the truth if it disrupts the fun in their lives. So, here is a message that arrived in my inbox and I would like to read it to you. This came from Steve Myers, and these are his words colorful costumes and mask and pageantry that's all surrounding mardi gras mardi gras is one of those traditions where sometimes i'll talk about the fact that it reminds me of the three d's there's dancing in the streets there's drunkenness and debauchery that kind of categorizes fat tuesday That's literally what the term Mardi Gras means. Religiously, it's called Shrove Tuesday because that's the day before Lent. Lent, of course, being more of a Catholic kind of tradition that's rooted in pagan holidays. And what would happen at Lent is that you would give up something for Lent. And so before you give something up, you certainly want to overindulge and fatten up and, you know, get in the food and drink and all those things so that you can then put that behind you and repent for the rest of this religious season. But when you really think about the implications of that religiously, it's really ridiculous. In modern carnival traditions and celebrations all around the world, And whether it's in New Orleans or Rio or Nice, France, these are areas where they'll often celebrate for weeks leading up to that time. When we lived in New Orleans for a while, I remember they talked about Fat Tuesday. And then instead of Ash Wednesday, they'd call it Trash Wednesday because there was so much junk left over from these Mardi Gras celebrations. Well, is that something we should have any part in? These Catholic traditions that are not really based in the Bible at all, I mean, there's a couple of interesting aspects when you consider this. I was thinking of the passage that's found in Romans 13.13. It says the basic things. As Christians, it says, Let's walk properly in the day, not in revelry or drunkenness. Of course, on TV, they'll show the parties and the fun, but they don't show all of those types of things because that would certainly take away from the tourism of all those areas of the world. Romance goes on, Don't walk in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy. And it's kind of a reminder. Those are the things we should give up, but that's not good enough. This whole aspect of Mardi Gras and Lent, I think it is something that misdirects us to what the truth of God's word really is. Yes, we've got to give up lewdness and drunkenness and revelry and all those types of things that are against God's way of life. But Romans points out, it's not just about giving something up. We have to put something on. And so verse 14 in Romans 13 says, Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. And so that's an important aspect of Christianity. True Christianity we not only put off those things that are wrong, but we've got to take it a step further. We've got to put on everything that's right. So when you begin to hear about Mardi Gras celebrations and all of those types of things in the upcoming Lent season that this religious world will keep, remember, it's not rooted in the Bible. In fact, Let it remind you of the fact we need to put off the ways of the world but more importantly then put on Jesus Christ. And that was Pastor Steve Myers using the Bible to answer your questions about Mardi Gras. I really hope that helped you. Thank you for listening and God bless. Don't forget You can read all the information discussed in our podcast by going to www.yappiestudio.blogspot.com. Be sure to check out our show notes below, where you can donate to support us, shop at our store, check out our references, and see what else we offer. Thank you for listening, and God bless.